When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 222. A guide to dealing with frustration and disappointment in yourself by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Welcome. I'm Joss Marie, the girl who reads to you every Monday through Friday from some of the best relationship blogs in the world about dating, marriage, parenting, you name it. Today, I have a post from Leo Babauta with advice for handling self-criticism. Also, just a quick reminder to sign up for our mailing list if you'd like your name to be submitted in our book giveaway on March 1st. You can join right at oldpodcast.com if you're interested. But without further ado, let's hear Leo's post and start optimizing your life. A Guide to Dealing with Frustration and Disappointment in Yourself by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net One of the most common things I see in people who write to me is something we all share, disappointment in ourselves. We all feel this because we constantly fail to live up to our standards. Number one, we aren't as disciplined as we'd like. Number two, we don't stick to habits we're trying to create. Number three, we aren't as productive as we plan to be. Number four, we leave small personal tasks and large work tasks undone. Number five, we fail in exercising as much as we'd like and eating as healthily as we want. And number six, we fail in being the best parent, partner, and friend as we think we should be. We should, we should, but we don't. And that is frustrating and disappointing. We all feel it so much of the day. A friend of mine wrote to me about her disappointment in herself to do all the things she'd hoped to do, and I saw myself in her. I am never all that I hope to be. I constantly fail, like everyone else. So what can we do about it? I'll share some of the strategies I've been using lately to deal with this, and hope that this post can serve as a guide to all of us, myself included, in dealing with these difficult feelings. Step number one, noticing the signals. The first step, as always, is awareness. Pause right now and turn inward to see if you are feeling frustrated or disappointed with yourself or anything. Are there any goals you haven't accomplished, habits you haven't stuck to, eating you haven't done perfectly, relationships you're not being good at, skills you'd like to learn that you haven't devoted time to, errands or tasks that aren't getting done, projects that you've procrastinated on? What kinds of feelings come up for you? These feelings are signals that you have expectations of yourself that you aren't meeting. We all have them all the time, and we can't help but continually hope we'll do better. These expectations aren't realistic. 
But when we fail to meet them, we tend to think they're realistic, but it's our actual selves that are the failure. Step number two, giving yourself space. Now that we see the signals, we want to give these feelings a little space. Allow them to be here in us without trying to push them away, without wishing we didn't have them. Give the feelings a little breathing room. How do these feelings feel in your body? Where are they? What kind of energy do they have? See that you're feeling bad, suffering, the Buddhists would say, and know that this is normal and perfectly okay. Step number three, giving yourself compassion. If your friend were hurting like this, how would you comfort this friend? Could you give her a hug, some words of compassion, some love? Take a moment and do the same for yourself. You are no less worthy of a hug, some love, some kind words. As silly as it might seem, tell yourself you deserve this compassion. Step number four, see the greatness of the present. Now that we've comforted ourselves a bit, let's change the story we're telling ourselves. The story so far has been, you aren't good at X, whatever X is, and so we feel bad about not being good at X. Let's turn from the self we haven't been to the self we have been. This self might have failed at X, but it has also succeeded in lots of other ways. This self has tried. It has gotten a lot done. It's not perfect, but it has good intentions. This self has been the best it can be, even if that means imperfection. This self has cared, has loved, has strived for better, has made an effort, has wanted the best for others. Not always, but it has. This self deserves that kind of recognition and love for being the best self it can be. Now turn to the present moment. In the moment, what are you like? What about yourself and the moment that you're in can you be grateful for? What is great about yourself in the present moment right now? Step number five. Work with curiosity. Finally, going forward, let's practice tossing out our expectations of how we're going to do today and in life in general, and instead adopt an attitude of curiosity. We don't know how we're going to do at work or in our relationships or with our personal habits. We can't know. So let's find out. What will today be like? How will it go? Be curious in an attitude of not knowingness. It's fun to find out things. Yes, expectations will come up for us and we will fail to live up to them and we will feel frustration and disappointment again. This will happen and this too will be a bit disappointing because we want to be perfect at being curious and present. We'll have to repeat the process when we notice this happening. That's okay. That's how it works. Constantly renewing, never done. But as we get better at this, I promise we'll learn to see things with a new curiosity, with a gratitude for every moment that we meet, and with a more loving and kind view of constantly failing but constantly striving selves. These selves are wonderful, and that realization is worth the ever-constant journey. You just listened to the post titled, A Guide to Dealing with Frustration and Disappointment in Yourself by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, I know it's super cliche to say I'm my own worst critic, but I think most of us are that way. And given that I'm a perfectionist, I find myself overthinking a lot of things I do or say and criticizing myself all too often. So thank you to Leo for sharing these tips with us today. Hopefully they'll help us be a little less harsh towards ourselves. And that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Tomorrow, I'll actually be narrating a post about LeBron James. So don't forget to come on back, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.